This episode is produced by Sandy Ackridge, who came in with a $50 donation. And you can listen to the end of this episode to learn how you can support the show. This is episode 42 of the History of Podcast. I'm Robert. And I'm Sam. And today's episode is the history of The weekend. And this episode is released on the weekend. How about that? We're glad you're tuning in. And I can actually tell those cicadas are getting a little less weird and a little more tolerable because you listen to this podcast. My, my house is like, it is disgusting. There are like cicadas flying around everywhere. And it's... Anyway, to start, we have the egg carton count. And this week's egg carton count is 52. Um, so to start... Uh, we we have a we start with a guy who couldn't decide if he wanted to be Michael Jackson or Bruno Mars, so he did both. I'm kidding. We're here to talk about uh, the better part of the week, not overrated halftime shows. This isn't about the weekend. Let's start with the Egyptians, as most things do. The Egyptians had ten days in a week, which they called a deacon. The craftsmen were the only ones who enjoyed a weekend, two days off every deacon. Everyone else kept working without a break. The Romans had an eight-day week, with the last day of the week being dedicated to merchants. And this all brings up the question of why we have seven days in a week, which takes us back um, to our number system, so really how we count. And we're, we're familiar uh, with the, the base 10 number system in America, but that doesn't explain why there are 60 seconds in a minute, 60 minutes in an hour, and 24 hours in a day. So stay with me. The Babylonians made up how we keep time, and we've kind of been stuck with it ever since. Their number system was not base 10, but actually base 60. And this made a lot of mat- uh, mathematical things quite uh, elegant, and it explains why we have 360 degrees in a circle, so six, uh, 60 times 60, and why the angles of an equilateral triangle are each 60 degrees. Still, so why do we have seven days? The Babylonians held a lofty, divine view of the number seven, which they likely got from the Jews. At the beginning of the Hebrew Bible, God created the world in six days and rest on the seventh, which created the continued tradition of the Sabbath. And remember, we're, we're starting with the premise that the first day of the week is Sunday and then the last, uh, the last day is Saturday. So why did the Jews hold the Sabbath on Saturday, but Christians celebrate on Sunday? The answer has to do with the New Testament itself and that according to Acts 27 and 1 Corinthians 16:2, Jesus was raised from the dead on the first day of the week, Sunday. And I'm actually about to make a lot of people mad right now because in 321, eight, uh, 321 AD, Roman Emperor Constantine played a game of compromises between the Judeo-Christians and the pagans. So up until this point, it, it looks like the Sabbath was still being celebrated by Christians and Jews on Saturday. But Constantine decided to make it a publicly recognized day and incorporated it uh, into the Julian calendar. And by the way, the, the Julian calendar was replaced with the Gregorian calendar in 1582 by Pope Gregory the, I guess this is 13th, I'm bad at reading Roman numerals, but they're pretty similar, the two calendars are. And the reason Constantine's Sabbath was a compromise with the Christians was because Sunday was already the day of the pagan god Saul. So the reason Christians worship on Sunday is surprisingly disappointing. The weekend wouldn't change for a few centuries until we get into 17th century European tradition that lasted nearly 200 years. It's called Keeping Saint Monday. 
And the name is kind of jokey and ironic because it actually refers to taking Monday off to recover from heavy drinking over the weekend. Sometimes not even to recover from anything, but just to take another day off to put the work week another day off. And uh, over in America, workers were still on the job six days a week. But in 1908, a few mills in uh, New England started allowing Saturdays an allowance for their high number of Jewish workers. And to put some context around that, America was experiencing significant immigration from Eastern Europe during this time, and the famous place to uh, come in was through Ellis Island. So several Jews likely stayed in the New England area and found work at the local mills. Anyway, the Rochester Can Company also tried giving a two-day weekend in 1922. The company's owner, Malcolm Gray, noticed that workers worked a little bit harder for the shortened amount of time and were able to accomplish just as much with one extra day off. Henry Ford caught notice, and he popularized the five-day work week with Ford Motor Company. And Joseph Stalin took it the other direction in 1929, and the Soviet Union started seeing uh, what they called the continuous work week, which sounds terrible. Um, and it demanded that 80% of the population um, demanded them to work any given day of the week. And as you can imagine, the continuous work week was so disfavored uh, that it was discontinued in 1940. And uh, yes, the, the, the continuous work week was discontinued, pun intended. Also, in 1940, the U.S. Department of Labor passed the Fair Labor Standard Acts, which, among other things, officially standardized the five-day work week with a two-day weekend. And there's an old saying that uh, the work expands to fill the time. My dad tells me that all the time. But you would think with a longer work week, uh, like the one implemented in the Soviet Union, You'd think that would increase the amount of work that gets done, but when you work for longer, your intensity kind of drops off and slows down. So some think of uh, that a four-day work week would further increase productivity and get yet another day off. And several companies such as Toyota, Microsoft, Unilever, and Shake Shack have experimented with this idea and reported successful results. This April, the Spanish government agreed to try this model. Their experiment is planned to be launched September at the earliest. They're not even working t four 10-hour days. They're just taking off a whole day. The, sp the new Spanish work week will be 32 hours, but employees' salaries won't change. We'll see how that goes. Uh, there's no question we would all love a three-day weekend, but the only question is if it would work. I really hope you enjoyed this episode, and if you did, don't listen to the next episode just yet. I'd appreciate if you could take just 10 seconds to rate or write a review for The History Of. It really does make the episodes better. And if you think you have a friend who might enjoy this podcast, tell them about The History Of, their new favorite podcast, and you might just make their day. I'd like to thank you all for your gracious, loyal support. And until the next one, I'm Robert Lakatosh. Thanks for listening.